Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me today is a reunion of sorts on our ninth anniversary. It's my co-host, the OG, Ryan Whitfield. And of course, the second OG from the Burgundy and Gold Report, Adam and Eva. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, it's awesome. Well, it's great. You know, this is uh, fantastic. I, I don't think, I'm not even 100% sure that we've had both of you guys on the line and in a show together before. Have we? I don't, I don't remember Ryan and oh, yeah. Adam. Yeah, well, definitely. Have we? Definitely. Well, oh, we did? Okay. It was, it was like so long ago now. It's, you know, it's amazing when I think about the fact that we've been uh, doing this for nine years now. Um, I go back and think yeah. about the fact that I was so much healthier nine years ago. <laughs> I know, right? And, you know, and it's funny because I was asking, I'm going to ask you guys this, because you guys all know I'm a nacho fan, but uh, Adam, I'll start with you. Super Bowl snack food for this weekend. You got you got one planned? Oh, yeah, definitely wings. I got my wings. I do a dry yeah. rub. I just do like Love a slow cook in just my oven. That, but oh, I'm always, nice. always, always do nachos, but yeah, nachos are a given anyways, no matter what day it is, but no, nah, right. definitely <laughs> wings is definitely what I'll be doing for real. Dry rub rings. I love that. You're just kind of kicking it up a notch. Ryan, what, what do you got on tap for this weekend's uh, Super Bowl? I don't have any big plans on it, uh, but I'll just say that uh, I, I know there will be wings and there will be nachos because those are the two staples for sure. And that's Absolutely. Absolutely. I saw, I saw your poll earlier. I haven't looked back in a while, but the fact that pizza was at like 73%, 73% of you just threw off. <laughs> pizza was running away with this it. Is your go-to football mood or a meal? Horrible. Basic. <laughs> yeah, not that we're judging you or anything, but we're all judging you right now. That's if you would pick pizza that on the uh, good. I used to look forward to the first preseason game because that was the first time all fall I was going to bust out a big, a big uh, tray of nachos. So, uh, <laughs> right, right. And I, I and never once was like, I can't wait to order a pizza uh, for, the, for the preseason game tonight. So, so those people are wrong. It's not a yeah, and, and all you guys are out there who think that you're missing out on Ryan eating on air again like he did last week, you're wrong. He's eating on air again. So, you know, we make, we, <laughs> we bring, we deliver, man. We, we deliver every week, each and every week. I only week. got about eight bites left, but I am doing it, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, we just made it. We just made it. Now, and, and, and you guys both know I love the nachos because I like that. You know they have that weird orange grease? You're like, where the heck does orange grease come from? So I'm like, I'm all about that. I, like, I want all the orange grease I can get. <laughs> it's like, that's what I want. Like, it's got to be running all over my nachos everywhere. All right, guys. Hey, this is going to be a good one because what do we got coming up this weekend? We got Super Bowl 58. So we're going to be talking about Super Bowl 58, the keys of the game. And, of course, our annual prop bet picks because we do this every year and it's so much fun and i'm really looking forward to it i i'm i have a, i'm cannot wait <laughs> to hear what you guys are going to end up picking so with that said let's go ahead and get rolling all right so super bowl 58 just around the corner on sunday 6:30 p.m eastern time last week we talked a little bit about it with scott king this week, we're going to talk about it again, and we're going to talk about keys of the game. We're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs and what they have to do to leave the stadium victorious. Uh, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better setup in terms of media. I mean, it's in Las Vegas. You have Taylor Swift flying in from, <laughs> from Japan. Oh, God. Uh, 
which the Japanese embassy actually sent out a notice on because they wanted to make sure no one freaked out about the fact that she was going to be traveling from Japan to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, you got Brittany Mahomes and the SI swimsuits issue, which I had no idea of until a couple minutes ago. It, this is a crazy, crazy media circus this week. Uh, and, and I can't, I have to say this, guys. If I hear again, just one more time, that Patrick Mahomes is so good at answering questions, I'm going to puke. I just can't. I can't. You know, <laughs> I know that everybody loves them and everything, but they are the villains in this particular game. So let me, let me turn it over to you here, Adam, first. The, the, the game right now has an over-under of 47 and a half. Right now, the spread is all the way down to one and a half points. It started at two and a half of San Francisco ahead, a heavy betting on Kansas City with the spreads. So now it's down to one and a half. It's moving. The, the over-under has not moved at all from 47 and a half. I'm going to ask you to talk about the 49ers first, and then we're going to turn around and talk about the Chiefs. But what do you think is the key to the game for the San Francisco 49ers this weekend if they want to win Super Bowl 58? Um, honestly, I, I, I think Kittle is great, one of the best tight ends in the game. But to me, mm-hmm. it comes down to two guys. It comes down to Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Purdy, you know, I don't, I don't think you want him throwing 40, 45 times a game. I don't think you want him chucking 50-yard passes. They keep no. the short game. You know, Kyle Shanahan style, you know, dictate the game with the run. I think that's the recipe for them to, um, you know, beat Kansas City because I think Kittle, he can have some success against this Kansas City D, but they're, they're not going to win by by doing that. On the on the flip side, that's exactly what the what the Chiefs have to do with Travis Kelsey. It's just different different uh, dynamics. But I think with the 49ers, uh, I want to see them win, but I don't think they're going to win. But I think they win if Debo Samuel and McCaffrey just just go off, just go crazy. I, I think that's the only way they win that game. Yeah, I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey is absolutely dominant this year. I mean, he obviously he's led the league in rushing yards and scrimmage yards during the regular season, and he has been like an absolute beast in the playoffs so far, 128 and two touchdowns against the Lions, 132 and two touchdowns. I'm sorry, 128 and two touchdowns against the Packers, 132 and two touchdowns against the Lions. Almost identical stats there, but he's been so impressive um, when he's healthy. Of course, that is always a big question mark coming into this game. Um, he seems to be uh, keeping himself off the injury list, so that's always a positive. But um, Kittle, interestingly, uh, is has a little injury. He has a toe injury right now. He did not practice today, so something to keep an eye on. Um, let me turn to uh, you, Ryan, and talk about the 49ers next, uh, and still, I should say. What are your thoughts on the key to the game for the San Francisco 49ers this week with Super Bowl 58? Yeah, there's two, in my opinion. Um outside of what you guys just talked on. Um, mm-hmm. One, uh, I think we said this before the AFC championship game, but, you know, the, the Ravens, for as good of a coach as John Harbaugh is, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked about this over the years about the, the Bill Belichick philosophy of that, you know, if, if the Chiefs are going to beat you, it can't be Travis Kelsey. So right. whatever coverage you have to dial up to make sure that Travis Kelsey does not beat you, is the first key to this game um, because he's having one of those, you know, I think he's at this age in his career where inconsistent throughout the season, a little bit banged up as we've gone to the playoffs, he's now reached another level. So if, and it's one of those things, again, that, you know, the Chiefs are a talented team and, and you got one of the greatest quarterbacks of uh, all time and a great co- coach and quarterback combo. Um, but, you know, if, if they beat you with Isaiah Pacheco and throw in the ball yeah. to Rasheed Rice, um, right. right. Then you tip your cap and say, okay, but it can't – like, again, I don't, I don't know – what the Ravens did in the AFC Championship, allowing Travis Kelsey to put up that stat line, it's, it's like it's, yeah. it's inexcusable. Like, that, you just – that can't – he can't be the one that beats you. So that's one. 
And then on the other side, again, I'll pull a pull from what we just saw uh, in the NFC Championship game. You know, the, the the 49ers have to get a lead. They have to extend the lead, and and they gotta they've got to be gutsy at the right times. Um, you know, yep. uh, I, I hate this whole idea that analytics just says go for it all the time. Like I think there is a human uh, emotional element to to the game. I think that the the choice by the Lions actually to kick the field goal before the half was the right one. Yes, they could have extended their lead to 21 at that point. They're on the one-yard line, all that. But if you don't get it, there is – these are humans. There is an emotional element there where that swings. So, um, right. you know, so they they got to be aggressive and, and go for touchdowns uh, at the right times. But, um, but you know, that's, I think there's a lot on Kyle Shanahan in this because we know all the talented players, what they're going to do um, on that side. Uh, but what you don't want in this game – is a 24-21 game with two and a half minutes handing the ball back to, to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. That's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a nightmare scenario. So get the lead, extend the lead, be aggressive at the right times, and don't let, let Travis Kelsey run wild on you. Yeah, and, and to your point, Kelsey, obviously amazing in the uh, postseason so far. 262 total receiving yards, three touchdowns, and a whopping 23 receptions over three playoff games so far. Travis Kelsey is outpacing everything he did in the regular season in the postseason. So he's obviously there. And to and both both your points about the uh, about the time of possession, I really do think that grinding out the ground game with Christian McCaffrey will get them that time of possession. That's going to be incredibly important. They don't come back well from deficits. They did manage to do that twice in the postseason so far, once against the Packers, once against the Lions. When they did it against the Packers, that was the first time that a Shanahan-led 49ers team ever came back by but one being five points or more down in the fourth quarter the first time so that was one in three yeah. <laughs> so not not great uh-huh. uh not great stats in terms of coming back in fourth quarters um all right let's turn over to the other side and talk about the uh can the uh Kansas City Chiefs because clearly there's so many things to pick from here and they it's amazing to me that they're not the favorites in this game but they're not and they're slowly moving to a pick them but Adam, let's talk about the Chiefs. What's the key to the game for the Chiefs? You know, we talked about it earlier. You know, Isaiah Pacheco. You know, he's a guy that's you know come from you know the world of obscurity, and he's more than just you know a situational back and you know a blanket for for Mahomes. I think he's really going to have a good game. Um, I think he's got better and better as the year went on. Um, but another guy, you know, we heard about all the stuff with, you know, Kadarius Tony and stuff. I think yeah. this year's version of him is going to be Rice. I think, you know, all year he's been flashing. Um, but I think, you know, between those two, I think that they're going to bring the win for Kansas City because I think that with Mahomes and how good the defense has been playing, I think really, you know, they don't need a 400-yard performance. I just think between Pacheco, Rice contributing as a receiver, but I think Pacheco will also be valuable um, in the passing game. I think that'll be enough to beat the 49ers, honestly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all kind of sorts itself out. I mean, um, Rasheed Rice is on injury reported ankle uh, injury, but he did have full participation today, so no issues there. Uh, and then Joe Thune, uh, obviously not likely to play, so all pro uh, left guard will not probably be in the game. And Isaiah Pacheco, interestingly today with a toe injury, did not practice. Did not practice today. So could be a rest day. Who knows? Um, so, but it's interesting to see what will happen there because obviously that has, he has had an incredible Huge. impact in making them multidimensional. Um, yeah, with, I would without say if he him, doesn't play, if, if for some reason he plays sparingly or doesn't play at all, which I doubt that's the Super Bowl, of course, he's going to play, I think yeah. that that's going to be a huge blow to their offense. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. To that. I absolutely agree about that. You know, and and, and actually, I'll, I'll go to the other side just for a second before I I turn it over to you, Ryan, to talk about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But you know, the Chiefs do allow eighty two point two rush yards per game um, in the postseason, four point four seven yards per carry. They actually have, they allow opposing running backs this season to catch seventy eight point eight percent of passes. You know, that is like CMC heaven, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> the fact that. Yeah. You know, he he could really make mincemeat out of that if they allow that to happen. So as much as I, I think that uh, Ryan mentioned, you know, on one, the one side, if you if you plan like Belichick, you take somebody out of the game, it's got to be Kelchi. I think the opposite is true for the uh, for the Chiefs. They got to take CMC out of the game. So let's talk about the Chiefs now, uh, Ryan. Why don't you give us your key to the game for the Chiefs to win Super Bowl Fifty Eight? I mean, it's essentially what I just said. Uh, the inverse of what I just said. Uh, yeah, I think the number one key to the game for the Chiefs is keep it a one-score game in, into the middle of the fourth quarter. And if they do that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, and if I'm, if I'm putting a place in an in-game bet at, at that in that scenario, I'm putting it on the Chiefs, right? So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think if you take the quarterback and the head coach out, which arguably the two most important spots, so uh, that's a lot to take out. But if you do take out those two spots. <laughs> I don't know that you yeah. can name a spot where you would the nod uh, to the to the Chiefs over over the 49ers. You know, yeah. the receiving yeah. group is definitely more talented in San Fran. Absolutely, uh, right. the, the running back group is more talented in San Fran. The fullback group yep. is more talented in San Fran, especially yeah. Joe Tooney out. The offensive line nod goes to the yeah. goes to the 49ers. Uh, you know, I think two three years ago, the last or three years ago, the last time they met, like. Kelsey is a, at, at his peak is a, is obviously a step and a notch above George Kittle, despite Kittle being you know a top three tight end in the league. But yeah, they both at in their careers now. That's that's a wash. You know, go through the defensive yeah. side. I think most of the ticks again there. So it's like, you know, this is this is the 49ers game to win. Uh, now again, though the the, the the spot where where they do have the advantage, Kansas City is at the the two most important spots: the head coach and the and the quarterback. So. If you put if you if this game is a one score game, I don't care which direction it is, and it's right. mid fourth quarter, and and that's really when it gets down to, you know, Reed and Mahomes versus Shanahan and Purdy. Um, you know, I think that's I think that's how the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. So yeah, um, they almost got to play a, a rope-a-dope game. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Rocky uh, just taking the punches and staying up, staying in the ring the whole time, and just and just outlast because. Um, you know, we saw in the Super Bowl they lost to the to the Bucks a couple of years ago. That the Bucks yeah. shut up on them and never and never let them off the mat. And, and I right. think that that that's how the Forty ers win. The Chiefs, if they hold it close, I, you know, I like them in this game. Yeah, and you know, with the Chiefs, I, I know we all are going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelce. I mean, they are definitely superstars, and uh, Andy Reid, of course, uh, incredibly important for that. I think I mentioned last week when I talked about the success. The Kansas City Chiefs have put a poll out about who was responsible for that, and overwhelmingly 80% said Andy Reid, not Patrick Mahomes. But that being said, I think in this game, in this Super Bowl, the the key for the Chiefs will be their defense. Uh, Their defense is quietly one of the best defenses in the league. They allow the second-least points to opposing teams during the regular season, which I didn't even realize, you know, and they actually – had the second most sacks in the regular season as well, 57. A large part of this was Chris Jones. You know, a fact of the matter mm-hmm. is that Chiefs are getting a lot of great pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and they are causing these down-and-distance situations, which makes them predictable and one-dimensional. And if you're a team that can – if you're another Patrick Mahomes, 
maybe you can make your way out of that. I mean, you know, vis-a-vis the Bills, it was kind of a little bit of a shootout until the Bills just played not to lose and ended up losing. But, you know, I don't know if Brock Purdy has the ability to do that, even though he has the better skill players in Brendan Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle in total compared to Kelchi and Rishi Rice and, and all the rest uh, of the <laughs> folks, Justin Watson and, and Marcus Valdez-Scantling and all the rest of those folks over in Kansas City. So I, I do think that it comes right down to the Kansas City defense is the number one thing I have my eye on. They can make or break this game for the Chiefs. If And I agree with you, Ryan, if the 49ers are able to get up uh, multiple scores and hold it there, keep time of possession, that's how they win. Any other scenario, and the Chiefs win. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but there's one path to victory for the 49ers. Uh, I don't think it's a shootout. <laughs> I don't think that Brock Purdy's going to be able to outgun Patrick Mahomes, uh, even if Patrick Mahomes had one foot, one arm, and and half of Travis Kelce. You know, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. All well, right, the other guys, part I'm of gonna, this, sorry, yeah. just quickly, because you touched on the on yep. the on the uh, Chiefs defense. I mean, they have uh, a a bottom half of the league. I mean, they're they're in the middle area, but you know, in the bottom half of the league in terms of run defense. So, right, if there right, is right. one weakness on that, it's it's their run defense. So. Yeah. Again, even more pertinent that, they, that the, the 49ers start quick, get out to a lead, and then they can just run the ball down Kansas City's throat, keep the time of possession in their favor, and, and basically ice away this game. Um, they, you know, I think I think essentially for the the the, uh, the 49ers to win, um, it has to be a really really boring game. Uh, is what is what <laughs> we're going to see out there. I think they just they just got to really grind this out and uh, play keep away here. Yeah, and I got a I got a prediction to make too. If, if the 49ers um, win the coin toss, I really think they should defer. That that's that's my I think they should absolutely defer and wait for the second half to take that to take the second half out. If they decide if they don't win the coin the coin toss and they ended up starting off uh, with the ball on offense, uh, they need to have a seven minute plus drive or score some points. One of those two things has to be true, I think, in order for them to get the edge and have an opportunity to win the game. They, they, they cannot come out and go three and out on the first uh, possession. That would be an absolute disaster for the 49ers and just playing right into the chiefs hands. They, when they score first, they win. It's basically the, the there's almost, it's no, it's just a correlation, but it's basically causation at this point. Um, Adam, I'm going to go to you next and ask you uh, to pick both the winner and the over under on this one. So as we said previously, the San Francisco 49ers are currently favored by one and a half. Uh, who are you picking here to win the game? The San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs? I believe you've already telegraphed it's going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe in fixes or anything, but I, I just find it hard to believe that Kansas City will lose this one. Although I really think San Francisco is good. I originally, I thought it was going to be San Francisco and Baltimore. Uh, so I was yeah, surprised me that too. made it, but. At this point, I don't see Kansas City losing. Um, but, again, we talked about the run game, Pacheco. But, yeah, I, I think really if, unless Mahomes throws two, intercep- two three interceptions, fumble, I, I, I see that they'd have to beat themselves, honestly. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you go. And what about the over-under at 47.5? Are you taking the over or the under on this one? Um, I'm going to take the under. Okay. All right. And, uh, Ryan, what do you got here? Who's the winner, San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs? Again, San Fran favored by a one and a half. Well, I'm going to take Kansas City for a reverse jinx. Um, so, <laughs> of course uh, you are. <laughs> no, I, I just again, it, it's such a. It, I mean, the reason, there's a reason the spread's so close. It's the the the, uh, the the 49ers are a more talented team, top to bottom. 
Dave, you know, you kind of not dismissively, but just kind of offhandedly was like, oh, you know, they really struggled to come back, but they did, but they came back twice in this postseason. Like to me, that's exercising demons. That's growth. That's because that, you know, Kyle Shanahan, who, you know, was the offensive coordinator and one of the biggest collapses in postseason history in the NFL is now the head coach and one of the bigger comebacks in postseason history in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Mm -hmm. those things, I, I, I know, I know we live in the time of data and analytics, but like sometimes, sometimes I think you truly have to exercise your demons when, uh, when the Bruins won their first Stanley Cup in 39 years back in 2011, they had to go yep. through. Uh, they had to go through the, the Canadians who had owned them for you know basically the last century, and then they had yep. to they had to they had to play Philly, who they who they choked away a 3-0 lead against the year before in the postseason, right. and swept them this year. So sometimes I, I think there is something to that that process, and it, so like there's so many things that say to me 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. Uh, this is their time. Yep. It's going to happen. They, they're not going to lose to the Chiefs twice. This is a bad Chiefs team. It's just really hard. Uh, you know, I'm one of these people that was saying coming into the postseason, I need to see Mahomes go on the road and, and win. And not going to yep. think he could, but it just we hadn't seen it yet. And he did it with his worst playoff roster since he's been the quarterback. So, like, I don't know how, how I walk away from that now and go, like, now they're going to they, – they came all this way. Now they're going to you know, <laughs> not do what they always do, which is win. So, right, um, right. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think the Chiefs inevitably pull out a close one. I think it's an under uh, type game. I, I, the score I said earlier, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think we could be looking at honestly more of a you know a twenty-one seventeen ball in Mahomes' hands, uh, yep. driving down uh, to, to the uh, for the game-winning touchdown. So um, yeah, I'll take the Chiefs in the under. Also worth noting, I saw this. I didn't vet this out, but I saw this on Twitter uh, today that apparently there's some redditor. Uh, who is uh, in this in this community on on Reddit? Who's been okay. predicting the Super Bowl uh, for the last 16 years, and he's O for his last 16, um, which is just unbelievable how hard it is to do. <laughs> um, it is hard, but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone O for 16, which means he he picked you know against the Patriots three times against lesser opponents, against the Chiefs twice against lesser opponents. Like it's pretty wild when you think about it. <laughs> pretty loudly, that, like, you know how, how this has gone, uh, and he picked the Chiefs. Uh, he's not okay. going zero and seven. All right, he's due. He's due for. He's due. He's due to hit finally. The 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 streak ends at zero and sixteen. Hey guys, Adam uh, Ryan, did you hear about the the guy who worked for finance in the Jacksonville Jaguars who skimmed money and like ended up, oh, yeah. ended up losing like millions of dollars, like twenty two million dollars on on DraftKings yeah. and FanDuel? It, that's yeah. insane. That's insane, right? I mean, I played DraftKings and FanDuel. What do you think, Adam? Have you ever? Can you imagine how do you lose twenty two million dollars on FanDuel? I mean, you just you gotta really suck at that's it. That's like a true sickness. That's that's definitely a true sickness. Like you talking about a couple grand, okay, it's a problem. But you know, right. when you start to get like that, obviously, it's just like an addiction. You know, the more access he had to money, he just got greedy and just probably horrible luck. That's for sure. Right, right, right. And it, it's what's interesting to me is I think FanDuel alerted the NFL because they saw bets that were so large that was just out of proportion right. to what they knew about him. And so they reported him to the NFL, and that's how they figured it out. I mean, if he just kept it small, he could have kept this going for a long time. But like I, I heard there was a, actually a statement that a guy, a, a regular professional DFS player, was saying that – I guess his name was like Parlay King or something like that – and and yeah. whenever they saw him enter a contest, they're like, enter that one because he sucks at this, like like legendarily bad. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, man, he should have picked a different something else to bet on. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, how do you how do you lose that much? Anyway, so right. that being said, let me just circle back around. 
and say that um, I know that the Chiefs look like the better team all the way around, but the one issue the Chiefs had during the regular season was turnover differential. They were actually fourth worst in the league at minus 11. They've turned it around in the postseason. Small sample size are plus two in the postseason, but that's exactly the 49ers as well. The 49ers throughout the rest of the, of the regular season were tied for fifth bats at plus 10. The reason why I bring this up is that a single turnover can turn the tide of this game. I think that the Chiefs are not as good at ball security as the 49ers. Now, I say that not to mean that they are bad at it and they're going to put the ball on the ground over and over, but I think there is a higher possibility that the Chiefs will put it on the ground. And one turnover can make the difference here. I think that Christian McCaffrey does take advantage of the vulnerable run defense out there. As you both mentioned, the Kansas City Chiefs have a run defense that is tied for 17th in the NFL. That's not great. Not not bad, but not great. And I named off all the numbers about how much they allow to pass catching backs. I think that Christian McCaffrey is their nightmare. He will absolutely take advantage of that. If the Kansas, if the fence, if the 49ers turn over the ball, it's over. But I think that it's going to be the other way around. It'll be a close game. I'm going to call this one for the 49ers in this game. But I will take the under on this too because I think if it goes over, then Kansas City will definitely win. All right, guys, that was. Uh, I mean, there's going to be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to this game. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on this. Let's talk about our prop bets. Because this every year we pick our prop bets, and it's all like some, some serious ones and some novelty prop bets. I love the novelty ones, though. Those are always so much fun. And uh, we're generally pretty good at this. So no pressure, guys. But let's pick some props, shall we? We're going to go through the, a bunch of props here, and I'm going to start from the top. And I'll start with you, Adam, and then we'll go to you, Ryan. Let's start with the coin toss. All right, heads or tails? I mean, this is a, this one's totally random, but uh, by the way, I think heads is leading 29 to 27 or something. <laughs> some some random number. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, Adam, what do you got for the coin toss? Yeah, I go heads. Heads, all right. What do you got there, Ryan? Tails never fails. <laughs> okay. Well, it fails about half the times, but yeah, that's fine. Tails is good. That's I got heads the, on that one. That's the schoolyard rule. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is, that is very, very true. Uh, let's go to the national anthem. So this will be really interesting because the national anthem is set over under one minute, 30.5 seconds. So over under one minute, 30.5 seconds. Um, Adam, what do you got here? I think it'll be close, but I still think it'll, it'll be under. Under. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you, what do you got? And, by, and just so everyone knows, uh, Reba McIntyre will be doing the national anthem this year. If it makes a difference, anybody's betting here. But the under. That was, that was for about Adam. to be a question because uh, I, I didn't know who was singing it. I mean, Reba McIntyre, yeah. <laughs> over. Give me the over. Over. Okay. Because yeah. like she's going to hold a note at the end, right? Is that what's going to happen? Diva. She is, she is <laughs> going to put on a show. I think she'll. she'll I think she, I'm going to go with the over as well. And I think what's going to happen is she's going to do a uh, costume change mid song. And that's going to end up. They're going to. It's going to end up taking much longer than you all think. Uh, and I forgot to read off. Joanne made her picks offline, so she had heads, and she also had the under on the national anthem. So we have two of us with the under, and two of us with the over. Let's talk about the uh, next one, which is: Will any scoring drive be shorter than the national anthem? So the national anthem over under was one minute thirty point five seconds. So will there be any scoring drive that's shorter than the national anthem, Adam? Yeah, I think there'll be at least one from one of the teams. It'll be like one or two plays in the score, but most of the game, I think it'll be labor drives. Yeah, yep. And uh, and uh, yes, gets you minus one eighty on the money line, which is pretty, you know, pretty good deal, I guess. I, I think they think that it's going to happen. Uh, so that's really interesting. So Ryan, what do you think? I'm going yes. 
You're going yes. All right. And I am also going yes. I think the I can absolutely see Mahomes hitting Rasheed Rice or Pacheco or Travis Kelce and have him going 60 yards for a touchdown. I can also see Christian McCaffrey catching a screen pass and running 60 yeah. yards for a touchdown. So um, it's like I, I feel like the odds are in our favor. Um, I got a, I got a yes. Brock Purdy strip sack inside his own 20 and then a, a two-play <laughs> Chiefs drive touchdown. Oh, man. Oh, that's really specific. Uh, I bet you could get some really good odds on that, by the way, if you put that one down in the books. <laughs> Um, commercial. So here we go. So uh, we got yeses across the board there. Joanne all says yes. All four of us have yes on that one. Uh, all right. Commercial to play first. Will it be BMW or will it be Coors Light, Adam? Uh, definitely Coors Light. All right. You got a Coors Light. Okay. And uh, what do you think here, Ryan? It's almost not even worth debating. Coors Light. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, so Joanne also said Coors Light. I will also go Coors Light, and you know, there's a reasoning behind this. The reason for me is if you're Coors, you want your advertisement at the beginning of the game, so people are drinking Coors Light all game long. You don't want it at the end of the game. That doesn't make any sense. And 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 a Beamer, you you can't. Who cares when you get the Beamer, right? You're not going to buy it in the middle of the game. So I'm I'm saying my logic says Coors Light early on is going to be number one there. So I agree. We're all across the board. Coors Light. All right, next one here. The jersey number or the first touchdown scorer? Jersey number or the first touchdown scorer over or under 22 and a half? Over and under 22 and a half. Now, let me, to help you guys out, because I know you probably didn't memorize everybody's jersey number, uh, those, those shirts that are over, those jersey numbers that are over 22 and a half include Travis Kelce, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, right? I, guess, I think that's why they chose 22 and a half, because Christian McCaffrey is 23. Those who are under 22 and a half are Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, um, and Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, right? All those guys are under. So over and under, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say Pacheco, Debo Samuel, one of those guys got the first touchdown. Yep. Okay. And what do you got? What do you got there, Ryan? It's a big parlay. Okay. First, first drive of the game, uh, Brock, Brock Purdy gets strip sacked at his own 18. Okay. Two plays <laughs> later, Isaiah Pacheco walks in for the for the game uh, opening game touchdown. So give me oh, the under. Oh wow! <laughs> so you're gonna <laughs> that would be a great parlay. You know, first game score, I'm first all player in. to score. All of it. <laughs> I just gotta figure out who's. I'm just gonna figure out who's getting the, the strip sack and who's recovering the ball, and then I'll. That's like a I'll plus a million it. odds. You realize, like, if you hit that one, you can just retire from life. You basically are just done for the rest of it. You don't have to do anything else. All right, I'm I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and take the over on this because I think it's gonna be McCaffrey or Kelce. And Joanne also has the overs. Two of us in under, two of us over. All right. Will there be a touchdown from the one-yard line? Yes or no? Yes is minus 170. No is plus 138. So, Adam, what do you think? Will there be a touchdown from the one-yard line? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, say the 49ers probably will get one, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. And even calling the team. That can get you better odds. Ryan, what do you think here? Yes or no? Will there be a touchdown from the one-yard line? I'm stacking on the parlay. It's Pacheco from the one. So Pacheco from the one. All right. So that's another another yes. Pacheco from the one. You're going to have the most ridiculous parlays of anybody. I I, I would love to be your bookie, Ryan. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to say yes to a touchdown from the one as well. I just because for some reason, like the world works this way, like the universe. Wide receivers always fall at the one yard line. I just don't understand why that happens so frequently. But it just it just happens so frequently. So I, I think, yes, we'll have one in the one-yard line. All right, next question. Will Patrick Mahomes throw an interception? Will Patrick Mahomes 
throw and interception. Adam, yes or no? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, Ryan? No. No. Interesting. Uh, I also have yes, and Joanne also picked yes. Three yeses, one no. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, obviously, I, I have no confidence one way or the other on that one. But like I said, I think that they are less uh, are less apt to have good ball security. And I can see a like a pop-up, like something is popping up in the air by li- hitting a lineman and somebody just getting lucky. All right. Same question the other way around. Will Brock Purdy throw an interception? Adam, yes or no? I'm going to say yes. All right. And what do you got here, Ryan? Yes or no? Will Brock Purdy throw an interception? Yes. Yes. Interesting. And I, I will say no because I don't think they're going to – Put him in that situation, so I'm going to go no. Joanne also said yes. So three, you have yes. Well, I'm the only no on that one. Next question, Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, anytime touchdown, any kind of touchdown, yes or no? Adam? Yes. And Ryan? I think I, was, uh, I, think I saw on the NFL Network today, including the playoffs, he's got 25 total touchdowns in 18 games since joining the 49ers. It'd be stupid to say no. So I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the biggest gimme out there. I just can't see a way that Christian McCaffrey doesn't get a touchdown. So we got four yeses across the board. You can also pick yes. Travis Kelce to have 11 or more receptions. Travis Kelce to have 11 or more receptions. Yes or no, Adam? I'm going to say no. No. Okay. Ryan? No. Uh, I am also going to say no because I think they are going to game plan to limit Kelchi and say if you want to beat us, Rasheed Rice and Isaiah Pacheco will have to beat us. And uh, all four of us have no. So we all think that Travis Kelchi will have less than 11 receptions in this game. All right, next question. How many times will Taylor Swift be shown on television? Over, under, 4.5. What do you got here, Adam? How many times will Taylor Swift be shown on TV over under 4.5. Uh, at least 10 times, so over. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think here, Ryan? Under. There was a – I forget where I saw it. It might, it might have been ESPN or the Times. Some some news outlet had recently, as much as it's been, been made about her being on these broadcasts, she's averaging 23.5 seconds of screen time. So if you wow. assume they show her about five to seven seconds each time they show her mm-hmm. – um, then that means on average she's she's appearing less than that. So it, oh. it feels like a lot more, but it's actually it's actually not not as frequently as you would think. Wow. Okay. So you're gonna go with the under on the four point five. Yeah, okay. Um and Joanne also wins the under. I went with the over. I think they're gonna juice that for as much as they possibly can. So two unders, two overs on the four point five Yeah. What 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 was the what was the wording on it? Should we show four and a half times during the game? So, so over under how many times Taylor Swift will be shown on TV during the game? Yes. Okay. If it's within game, it's I'm going under. If that extends okay. to the post game with me having the Chiefs winning, I, I would I would redact that because if, I, I if will they take, win, I'll she's going to be shown out of it. Times just, just game. game. Just game time. Okay. So within just the game, within game time, so... time, I'm going under. But yes. If, okay. If, 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 All right. Yeah. Includes, I, I will make, I'll make that clarification. I mean, after. Okay. Good, good question. <laughs> Make sure you know what you're betting on. That's a good question. All right. Yeah, definitely. If you're going to go with, if they actually win or lose, we're going to see a, a buttload of Taylor Swift after the game. I don't think that's going to be any question there. Here's a real tough one, guys. This is going to be a tough one. Usher's first song at halftime. Usher's first song at halftime. 
There's a lot of them, so I'm going to list them out, and then I'm going to ask you to pick one. So it's My Way, <laughs> OMG, Yeah, DJ Got Us Falling in Love, Loving This Club, You Got It Bad, You Remind Me, Burn, Confessions Part 2, You Make Me Wanna. So again, My Way, o- OMG, Yeah, DJ Got Us Falling in Love, Loving This Club, You Got It Bad, You Remind Me, Burn, Confessions Part 2, or you make me wanna. So ushers for a song, Adam. What do you got? I, I say yeah, but it'll be a mashup of most of a lot of these songs. But I, I say he'll start it with that the song yeah. Okay, all right. And what do you got here, Ryan? If he's smart, it's yeah, and it should be yeah. It is the most recognizable. He's an R and B artist, so it's actually his most like hip hop esque song. It's the, most, yep. uh, the, the quickest beats per minute, the most upbeat, like the whole thing. That is that is the song to kick it off with. Um, not my favorite song by him, but that's that's the one he'll watch. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny about it is that immediately when I say Usher, I always think yeah, right? I just that's I just I know I don't know if it's Pavlovian response, but like if I hear yeah, I think Usher. If I hear, see Usher, I think yeah. So I agree, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. I think that's absolutely the bet to make here. Joanne also picked yeah, so all four of us in on yeah for the first song at halftime. All right. Now on to the color of the Gatorade bath. We're at the end of the, at the game now. So, Adam, color of the Gatorade bath, your choices are purple, blue, yellow, green go together, red, pink go together, orange, or clear or water, which is clear water is one choice. And then they have another choice of no Gatorade bath. So purple, blue, yellow, green, red, pink, orange, clear water, or no Gatorade bath at all. What do you got? I just wonder if there's like a new flavor they're going to try to promote, but I'm just going to say, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say orange. I have no idea. Orange. All right. What do you, what do you got here, uh, Ryan? You get some uh, breakdown on, on the uh, Gatorade bath? Nope. That was, that was my, my gut reaction was exactly what Adam just said. I'm going orange. Orange. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go. So it's interesting because Joanne also picked orange. I think orange is actually a very popular pick, but I'm going to go red, pink. And the reason why is both of them are red. And I feel like they're both going to have, like, red Gatorade uh-huh. ready to go no matter what happens. That, that's what I think is going to happen. I, I could be wrong. They might just get whatever's there, in which case it will probably be yellow-green. <laughs> but I'm going to go with red-pink. All right, last question. Less prop bet, guys. Will Travis Kelce propose to Taylor Swift after the game? Will Travis Kelce propose that to Taylor? Actually, it's not after the game. Anytime during the game or after the game. Will Travis Kelce propose to Taylor Swift at Super Bowl 58? Adam? Uh, definitely. Definitely not. Definitely. Whoa, that's strong words there. All right, Ryan? Wait, did you say definitely or definitely no, Adam? Definitely no. Definitely, definitely no. no. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. The right. show will be over by, by the season's end. By summertime, there will be no more relationship. Okay. <laughs> definitely no. Got it. <laughs> oh, man, Adam, you and I couldn't be more, more on opposite sides <laughs> of the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey thing, but I, I'm, I'm saying no <laughs> as well. But I'm saying no because I think that their their relationship is actually legit, and so I don't think they're going to gimmick it up by doing some big proposal in the middle of the Super Bowl thing. Um, yeah. So I'm going no for the for the opposite reason that you're saying no. But we ended up <laughs> we're all going to be in the same place, but for a different reason. <laughs> I'm also got no. Joanne also said no. All four of us have no on this one. I just think it'd be tacky, honestly. It just seems tacky. I mean, like if if Travis yeah. Kelce was uh, the third-string tight end, yeah, go ahead and propose at the Super Bowl because there probably isn't a bigger chance for you to do anything on TV. But it's Travis Kelce and Taylor Swift. Wherever he proposes, it's going to be streamed live on 60,000 nations. So, right. you know, it doesn't really right. matter. It doesn't need to be the Super Bowl, honestly. 
And if they win, there's probably better th- things he's going to be thinking about. And if it, if he loses, he's probably not going to be in no mood to propose to anybody. So there we go. Got nose across the board. And that, my friends, bring us to the end of the show. Let's hit the air horn on the show there. Hey, man, that was a ton of fun. I love doing prop bets uh, for the Super Bowl. It's, I'm going to go uh, now enter all these prop bets uh, and lose all my money uh, during the Super Bowl because I, I can guarantee you that I will bet a bunch of money on the 49ers winning of a bunch of parlays, just like you, Ryan, but it's all going to be positive 49ers stuff, and they are going to suck. <laughs> I'm going to end up getting <laughs> completely crushed. I know that's going to happen. Um, how about you guys? You guys putting in some parlay? Seriously, you guys putting in some parlays for the game? Adam, are you putting any parlays in? Oh, no. I, I stopped doing betting uh, at early college days. Definitely not. <laughs> smart man. Smart man. He's smarter <laughs> than the rest of us. Uh, Ryan, I know you were joking about it, and I hope you're not actually putting in those parlay bets, but you got any parlays set up for the Super Bowl? Uh, I uh, I was never a big sports better, and then when when they came to Massachusetts last year, I got a little into it, and uh, I put money on the Celtics, who were a wagon last year. Uh, mm-hmm. To go to the go to the NBA Finals and they didn't and I haven't placed a bet since so no uh, I will not be I will not actually be betting. Uh, uh, I am the wi- it's, just, it's not yeah. for me. I am the wimpiest better ever. So I, I will do a parlay, but I'll be like, uh, let's see here, Patrick Mahomes 150 passing yards, Pacheco 25 rush yards. I'll just stack up the wimpiest possible bets you can get. It'll be like you bet it, you bet ten dollars, you win fifteen cents. That's the kind of bet I put in. I I'm, I have no stomach for it but I but totally these ones are fun that. i i started on mgm back last i think it was on january with 50 bucks and when i when i lost that bet on the celtics you know may was when the result came in and that was my yeah. final bet i had turned 50 bucks into 95 and i don't think i oh. ever placed a wager for more than two bucks uh uh-huh. and that's when i closed my account and cashed out so i was like, <laughs> up to like one dollar one dollar two dollar bets and then i was like you know what this, i'm not not seeing any return i don't take my 42 dollars and run <laughs> that's right profit you never go broke making a profit that's right it's just it's just like in south park with the uh the under, underpants gnomes you know just bet question mark profit all done this is the way it is all right guys this is all this is awesome hey adam why don't you give us your social hey first of all adam Thanks for jumping on the show. This is so this is so fun, and like I said, I didn't make a big enough deal oh, about this, but nine years, and you were obviously yeah. a co-host for a big chunk of that um, right after Ryan uh, left the show. So, wow, this is fantastic. And, of course, the, the Burgundy and Gold Report, just blasting it out in the stratosphere. So much amazing content over there. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then give us a social media so people can follow you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like like you mentioned, this is this is my time of year. Uh, just put out our twelfth scouting evaluation, Jane and Daniels. Um, check us out at theburgundyandgoldreport.com. Uh, every Monday, um, I get together with uh, Doug McRae, a uh, little show, Draft on Tap. We just had uh, Matt Waldman mm-hmm. from the Rookie Scouting Portfolio. We get some guy, you know, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl. We get some really good guests. Yeah. So definitely check us out. Um, and you know this is my again my time of year so I'll be on a bunch of draft specials just talking about prospects but you know you're a Bears fan so really your team is going <laughs> to shake it up for everything for Washington fans so pretty much um, I, you know I, I dress the quarterback early intentionally so I can really focus on the meat of the draft which is those yeah. day two uh, day three guys I love to really scout and write about so the burgundy at com and follow me on uh, Twitter the BNG report yeah, I, I learn everything I know about the draft past the first round. I mean, I learned a lot about the first round, too, but everything past the first round, I learned from you, Adam. So everybody, 
check it out. I mean, I, that's that's essentially 99% of my draft knowledge past the first round. All right, Ryan, give us your social media so that you can follow us. And, and again, thanks for joining us on the show again, Ryan. You, you actually managed to get out a couple shows here, which is awesome. I mean, I feel like this is old times. I'm having massive flashbacks right now uh, to <laughs> like years ago. And, and I don't know, and Adam, I don't know if you've done this before, but you know, I, I asked Ryan, did you ever go back and listen to our first show together? And I think he said no. And I uh, also, <laughs> I went back and listened to it once. And it was horrifyingly bad. It was absolutely unlistenable. So thank you, everybody who managed to make their way past the first couple shows. Um, you see, we're not that bad. So Ryan, give us a, your social media so people can follow you. Yeah, I got two quick things. One, uh, yeah. this is a plug for, for Adam here. Um, you know, for, for those who have followed the show for a long time, I, I uh, focused on my, my business. I started and, and stopped working in the sports industry, but when I was uh, doing it, I, I was uh, working for PFF and Fantasy Pros, and I also got really yep. heavily into like the the draft season and scouting stuff. And I always found right. team building and actually the actual game way more interesting than sports and betting. Um, when I was doing that, there was no better tuned in follow for scouting than Jim Nagy. Um, so if that's the kind yeah. of guest that Adams pulled on his show, uh, and, and you are somebody who's interested in draft stuff at all. Um, that I mean, there's there's no That's there's nobody one. better. Senior, the, the Senior Bowl uh, is is his baby, his creation. He's awesome. So that's that's really cool. You got that going on there. Also, Absolutely. since I was just nice, I got to take a quick shot. I don't <laughs> care if you try to walk back. There was a slight underhanded comment you made a few minutes ago, Hakun, where you said uh, if if the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey's going to have other things on his mind. I'm only going to infer that you meant he's going to strip clubs all night. Um, and, 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 and he's and in Vegas, really, man. What else is he going to do? I don't do? Come on. He wasn't inferred. He was actually explicit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, Kelsey. Come at me. You know what you did. <laughs> That's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. You don't say that. But you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Whitfield. Any. All right. Well, you can find me at Fe Garbage Time on Twitter at slash X. You can find me at the Football Garbage Time page on Facebook. Uh, as usual, thank you for coming out and wasting time with us. We appreciate it, and we certainly hope you enjoy your NFL week and football because this is the end of the season, folks. It's a big one. It's Super Bowl 58. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.